IOC Meets in Kuala Lumpur. I'm Nicole Bennett. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. The IOC session is underway in the Malaysian capital, a meeting that will elect the city that will host the 2022 Winter Olympic Games. That vote comes late Friday afternoon in Kuala Lumpur and will be followed by three more days of meetings by the nearly 100 members of the IOC. Around the Rings editor Ed Hula is part of the ATR team in Kuala Lumpur covering the meeting and he joins us on this edition of ATR Radio. So Ed, what's the mood like right now in Kuala Lumpur and what's it like for the 2022 cities there, Almaty and Beijing? Well, they're a little nervous this evening, uh, awaiting the day ahead on Friday when they make their final presentations to the IOC. And of course, the IOC casts vote late Friday afternoon for Almaty or Beijing. But while the those bids may be a little bit nervous this night before the vote, it's very low-key, not an electric atmosphere as we've experienced in some other highly charged contests for the for the game, such as 2014 with Sochi or the the race for 2012 with with uh, for won by London uh, the 2016 race won by Rio de Janeiro that included an appearance by Barack Obama at uh, at the IOC session there's not really that kind of uh, electricity uh, there's a very muted I think uh, feeling about this particular race. These two cities, Almaty and Beijing, were not favorites when we started this process nearly two years ago. They're kind of the last two cities standing, and uh, people are just resigned to the fact that they're not exactly going to get the best city possible for a Winter Olympics out of this vote. And uh, I I think it's going to be a close vote, but we'll see. So pretty low-key, has there been much last-minute campaigning? Well, there are people talking to IOC members from the different uh, from the two different bids. Uh, they've been holding press conferences on a daily basis to try to get their word out. But but that's about it. There's no big groups of supporters. There's really not a lot of pressure being put on anybody to to cast their vote one way or another. You don't really get the sense that there's a great deal of tension in the air. So which city in in your I guess from your perspective on things is the favorite right now? It would it would probably be Beijing even though that's the city that will be notorious for having no snow for a winter olympics a total dependence on man-made snow in the mountains north of of Beijing will make it make their candidacy for the winter olympics possible. But Beijing has so much more to offer than Almaty does right now in terms of all the hotels that could possibly be needed, the air connections to the rest of the world, um, the financing, uh, support by the government, uh, the experience of the 2008 Olympics. Because so in, in the city, they really have nothing to build. They'll be using venues from the 2008 Olympic Games very much in the spirit of Olympic Agenda 2020. Almaty, really the underdog, it is the city that has snow. Keeping it real is their theme. And uh, indeed, it's a, it's a beautiful location with snow peak mountains on the edge of town, something that Beijing doesn't offer. But a lot of shortcomings in the infrastructure department, in the accommodations, the need for as many as 10,000 more hotel rooms in Almaty. 
it could be a surprise. It could upset Beijing. Could be a close vote, as I said earlier. And there's always the element of surprise. Also on Friday is an election for the 2020 Winter Youth Olympic Games host. Lausanne, Switzerland, and Brasov, Romania, are the candidates. Is that correct? Yeah, that's a, another low-key race.、Um, the two cities are the only ones that that bid for the 2020 Winter Youth Olympic Games.、Uh, the next edition of that is coming up in just six months, less than six months, in Lillehammer, Norway. By the way. Uh, Lausanne, Switzerland, of course, is the home of the International Olympic Committee, and is probably the favorite over Brasov, which has mounted very little in the way of a campaign for this event. And that that vote is going to come at the same time they vote on the 2022 Winter Olympic city host. So,、uh, in the in the ceremony late Friday afternoon, we'll get results on two elections. And you've just come from the opening ceremony for the IOC session. IOC President Thomas Bach delivered a substantial speech, an Olympic agenda. He referenced FIFA and and other things. What else did he have to say? Well, it was、uh, substantial in terms of the length, thirty minutes, which is rather unusual for a speech at the opening ceremony for an IOC session. But he pretty much gave the membership, the IOC members, a A state of the IOC address,、uh, heavy, focusing heavily on the influence of Olympic Agenda 2020, and what that is going to mean for the future of the IOC.、Um, he talked about, not directly, he didn't mention FIFA, but at the same time, he referenced credibility as a as a pillar of Olympic Agenda 2020, and saying these are difficult. Times in sport, as recent events in other sport organizations have all too clearly shown, he says people today demand more transparency and want to see concrete steps and results on how we are living up to our values and our responsibility. We need to demonstrate that we are indeed walking the walk and not just talking the talk," said the IOC president. Uh, he talked about the credibility issue, the way the Olympic Agenda 2020 is is saving money. Billions of dollars are being saved in in Tokyo by the realignment of the venues. He reported. So,、um, uh, as I said, a great deal of emphasis on Olympic Agenda 2020 and、uh, what it means for the for the IOC and the future of the Olympics. So, in in speaking about. The 2024 race.、Um, I was wondering, are cities bidding for the 2024 Olymp- Olympics, making their presence known in Kuala Lumpur? Yeah, very much so.、Um, the, the the cities are in the race right now are Paris,、uh, Budapest, Rome, Hamburg, and perhaps a bid from the United States. Until a few days ago, it was Boston. And they're a team who is going to show up here in Kuala Lumpur, but with Boston out of the race, IOC President Thomas Bach, in his speech tonight, did say that he had a commitment from the United States to provide a bid for the 2024 race. Everybody's talking about Los Angeles, but there's still, I think, a number of eyes to dot and T's to cross before that becomes a reality. And unfortunately for the United States, it 
yeah, maybe puts them at a little bit of a lobbying disadvantage while the campaign really hasn't started yet. Paris and Rome will certainly take advantage of the situation of being able to have their bid leaders here and talking with IOC members. Uh, the United States can only tell its colleagues, U.S. IOC member Larry Propes, the U.S. Olympic Committee president, and other IOC members from the U.S. can only tell their colleagues that they're planning to have a bid, but they don't know which city yet. And there's only six weeks left for them to make that uh, make that call. Well, I know you said now it's it's not very electric in uh, Kuala Lumpur right now, but I guess coming coming up, aside from you know the votes tomorrow on the Youth Olympic Games and then the 2022 Olympics, are there any other notes or business um, of note that's going to take place over the coming days? Well, I think it'll be interesting on Saturday morning to hear the keynote speech for the IOC session from Martin Sorrell, the CEO of WPP the world's largest advertising company. Uh, Sir Martin is, uh, is well known in the Olympic world for his interest in the games and for his uh, you know, enthusiasm for seeing this, this product, this, the, the Olympics, grow and thrive. Uh, he is an influential figure in the world of advertising and public relations through WPP. So will uh, IOC President says Sir Martin will deliver an inspirational keynote speech. So we'll, we'll look forward to that. And one other note is the design of the IOC session room has now been changed uh, to become more parliamentary in design. It's, it's in a semicircular shape for seating instead of row after row after row. And this will allow the delegates, the IOC members, to look at each other and supposedly to interact more, encourage more debate and discussion. And that's a, a new element of the IOC session that will be put into play here. And uh, one other thing to note, the IOC opening ceremony held tonight, uh, maybe um, the, <laughs> the most sustainable ever. Often when we go to these ceremonies, everybody's herded into a fleet of buses and uh, drive across town to some opera hall or government arena, government hall to take part in this opening ceremony. Tonight, no buses involved, a simple walk for everybody from their hotel across the street to the convention center for the ceremony. So a little bit of a maybe Olympic Agenda 2020 effect on, on how they arrange even something as uh, uh, something like an, uh, an opening ceremony for the IOC session. Interesting. Okay. Well, obviously, lots more to come tomorrow and, and this weekend. That was, again, Around the Rings editor Ed Hulo is part of the ATR team in Kuala Lumpur right now for the IOC session that's underway. Uh, stay tuned in for the vote tomorrow. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.